Sukkah per Gimel Mishnah Yud Base three twelve, and the Mishnah here tells us about the transition regarding the custom of shaking the lulav that happened before and after the Chorban Beis Hamikdash. As we said before, the pasuk which requires the shaking of the lulav is in itself a bit internally contradictory. It says, "Ulakachtem lachem b'yom harishon." You'll take for yourself on the first day the pre-etzader kapos tamar ba'anaf. It's avos varvinachal. That's the first day, and then it says, "Usamachtem lifnei Hashem alokechem shivas yamim," and you'll rejoice before Hashem your God for seven days. That's all one pasuk. So, how do we resolve the question? Is this just the first day, Yom Harishon, or all seven days? The resolution is that it's seven days, but only lifnei Hashem. Only if you are before Hashem in His presence, so to speak, meaning in the base of Mikdash, but outside of the base of Mikdash area called Gvulin, so then already it's just the first day of Sukkot where there's a mitzvah to shake lulav. So, the, and of course you know that nowadays, notwithstanding that, we shake lulav throughout the whole week of Sukkot. So our Mishnahs bring that point out. It's saying, Barishona, originally, Hayalulav nitzel b'mikdash shiva, uvumadina yom echad. The, originally it was that the lulav was taken in the base of Mikdash all seven days. A little more on that in the next parak, it could tell them to be six days. We'll see later on. Uva Medina, but in the rest of the country and beyond, meaning everywhere outside of Yerushalayim. So those places are, meaning outside the base of Mikdash area, Yom Echad. It's just taken and shaken on the first day of Sukkot. However, Mishacharv Besa Mikdash, after the Besa Mikdash was destroyed, this is the second temple. Hiskin Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai shehe lulav nital b'medina shiva. Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai, Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai, who was the almost an interim nasi, an interim um, head of the Jewish people, he is the one who snuck out of the walls of Jerusalem, hidden inside a coffin, and he engaged there with the Romans and was able to secure Yavne v'chachameha, Yavne and its sages. So he was the temporary Nasi until Rabban Gamliel, the famous Vene Mishnayos, um, took over. And in that interim period, he was tasked with um, the transition, this tremendous transition, this, this trauma that faced the Jewish people from before and after having a functioning base of Mikdash. So he did a number of things. Um, but one of the things that he did is that after the Chorban, he said, as the Mishnah says here, that no longer no longer will we take the lulav just one day. We'll take it all seven days, like we did back in the base of Mikdash, and that'll be a zechar la Mikdash, says the Mishnah. That will be um, a remembrance of what went on in the base of Mikdash, those happy days, um, which we'll learn more about actually in the coming brachim. But we no longer have them. So that's the rabbinic enactment that Rabbi Yochanan Mitzake did. And he actually did a number of other enactments that are learned more and fleshed out in Mesechus Rosh Hashanah. But here we have one other one listed, which is Vishyehe Yom Henef Kulo Asur, which means literally, and also the day of the waving throughout the day, the whole day should be forbidden. This is referring to the obligation to bring the carbon Omer, like Sfirasa Omer, Omer. So those, we're counting those seven weeks, 49 days, starting from the bringing of the Omer on the second day of Pesach, um, and that is done, one of the things the bring of the Omer does is it acts as a matir, it makes permitted the New Year's crop. 
what's called chadash, the new the new crop. So you can't eat from chadash, the new crop, until after the omer is brought, and that's on the sixteenth of Nisan, the second day of Pesach. Now, if there's not going to be base of mikdash, so then the halacha is really that since you there's no possibility of bringing the carbon omer, the omer offering instead, the chadash new crop becomes permitted immediately on the second day of Pesach. He, however, said that we won't do that. We will not be eating chadash on the second day of Pesach. We'll wait till the third day. Again, as a zeichel mikdash, and the Gemara there talks about the possibility of future years, and perhaps even in any given year, with very little warning, the base of mikdash could um, be once again functional. This is the source, the famous source um, that's brought down. Perhaps it could even come from the sky down, etc. Well, that's certainly a minority. Um, but be that as it may, since Rabbi Yochanan and Zakeh wanted to give the Jewish people the um, optimism and anticipation of an imminent imminent return of the Beis HaMikdash. So therefore, he said, we're not going to be eating from the Chadash the whole 16th day, lest either in this year or in a following year, the Beis English is built very rapidly and arrives, and, uh, and then therefore it'll turn out that we wouldn't have been permitted to eat the new crop that day because we should have bought the Omer first.